The new White House budget request includes $300 million for the Technology Modernization Fund. Federal Chief Information Officer Claire Martorana says the funding will go to cybersecurity and IT modernization projects. Matt Goodrich is Principal Solutions Engineer at Salesforce. He's former Director of FedRAMP at the General Services Administration. Matt, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. It's great to see you again. What's the intersection that you've been talking about for years now between IT modernization projects and cybersecurity? Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's always good to chat with you, Francis. Um, I mean, I think at the core of it, I mean, modernization means you have to move off legacy systems, and largely that means moving to the cloud. And so, you know, when I was back in government starting 2009, took up the lead to say, let's do cybersecurity with cloud and and really kind of started how FedRAMP began. Um, And looking at, you know, it's really hard with a lot of the legacy systems that you have to be able to modernize them, particularly if you look at the way the government budgets. I mean, when you look at it conservatively, only 10 to 15% of the budget on IT is spent on R&D and maybe another 10 to 15% spent on modernization add in cybersecurity risks, and that's a, not enough money. So in order for agencies to really be able to modernize and increase their cybersecurity, it requires that move just to a new tech stack. Um, and that's really where platforms like Salesforce and a lot of other cloud platforms are really what are going to enable agencies to be able to not only have that modern platform that provides those new capabilities and the ability to access from anywhere, but also making sure that they're increasing their cybersecurity from their systems as they exist today. I like your timeline other than it makes me feel old because <laughs> I think we talked about this in 2009 when you came into government and and that was really at the beginning of the cloud first policy that Vivek Kundra released around that time and so on. So we've been doing this for a while, but you wrote recently, one of the biggest hurdles to cloud computing adoption in the government has been government cybersecurity. Why is that? You know, I still think, and, and one, it's a good thing this is a podcast because you can't see my hair now either, which is a lot more gray. Um, but I think a lot of that is really understanding the difference between security and compliance. And I still think that there's a lot of look at compliance for compliance sake. And I think a lot of uh, agencies, when they're looking at new systems, um, are really only looking at the compliance piece of it. And FedRAMP does do a large way to get a, get rid of all of those compliance hurdles. But it's still, there's some random policies and things like that. And the previous administrations have done some great jobs at trying to remove some of those policy burdens around compliance. But I think by and large, if you look at FISMA reports of what agencies have for legacy systems compared to what they're getting in cloud systems, it's night and day. And so I think what you're looking at is we're beginning to see, particularly over the last two years in this pandemic world, where agencies are having, if they want their their employees to work or customers to engage with them, they're having to do it remotely and access from anywhere. And so I think that's one thing that's really been changing this dynamic with the federal government and governments at at large is really looking at, okay, what is security? How does that fit into the context of compliance? not just compliance and then security. And so I think that's still something, though, that we're fighting on a, on a kind of day-to-day basis to really have people understand where the security needs are being met and where maybe compliances might lag. But it doesn't mean that the security of the data is, is um, compromised or something that is worse than what they're using now. You mentioned legacy a few minutes ago, Matt, and you wrote about legacy in this blog post, and it scared me, quite frankly. When FedRAMP (laughs) released its requirements for the highest sensitivity level in 2016, it estimated over 50% of federal IT spend was on 
legacy systems, which are many of which are over 40 years old with no clear path to modernization. The part of that that scares me is the no clear path to modernization. And that hasn't changed since 2016 much, unfortunately, I don't think. I mean, I don't think it has for those systems itself, right? So I think the context of what has changed is there are now places those systems can go. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2016, there was no FedRAMP high. So all of those high impact systems, there was no place in the cloud that could meet those security requirements, that could meet those compliance requirements. And now what you're seeing is a pretty big explosion among vendors that are now meeting that FedRAMP high requirements. And at first, it was really only the infrastructure providers um, but now you're looking at platforms like Salesforce and others that have software as a service platforms that agencies can move to that can um, store that data securely um, and provide all of those new benefits. I mean, a lot of those high impact systems are systems that that employees could not access outside of an agency network. We're now seeing lots and lots of applications being developed across different agencies at that high impact level that I think really shows that difference of that path modernization, I don't think exists in the current tech stacks they're in, which means they have to modernize by moving to somewhere else. And now there's beginning to be a much bigger environment and landscape of places where those systems could land. If I had five bucks for every time somebody on this program said the pandemic's changed everything, (laughs) we wouldn't be doing this program today, Matt. But in this respect, this is something that I think the pandemic has really changed, hasn't it? This is impressed upon people not just in the technology organizations of government agencies, but all across these agencies that that the mobility that they require, have required for the last two years and so on, really is, it's not just critical. We can attach all those adjectives. It's necessary today, right? It is. And I think it's funny, you know, we all talk about the last two years and say in a post-pandemic world, we're still in the pandemic world. Um, And so I think it's been one sort of a, a, an unwanted but a necessary driver for having these major fundamental changes. Because like I said, many of those systems, employees frankly couldn't access them when they were at home, um, which might've been better for their morale maybe because when they got <laughs> home, they couldn't do any work. Um, but you know, in today's world, they're going to have to be working from home. They, we can't have all employees in the office at the same time. Um, you know, Many federal offices are, still aren't fully open. And so I think what it's driven, though, is that change of understanding um, that people need to be able to access this data and work wherever they can in a secure manner. And I think another great benefit of it, though, is it's opening up the ability for the federal government and other state governments to hire people wherever. It's really allowing people to be able to have a broader workforce of of greater understanding, greater technical knowledge so they don't have to be in the D.C. area or whatever area that agency is in um, and still be able to do it in a way that they can manage it securely. So I think that's one thing that, you know, is a, weird to say a positive benefit, um, but has been at least a change that uh, that I think has been helping agencies through this time. Well, I think everything you said makes a lot of sense, but I would also suggest maybe that people like me that are looking at the government from the outside in and haven't actually been in do a disservice to just focus on the telework and remote work necessity because the Defense Department is probably leading on pushing data to the edge, to the tactical edge, but every agency is talking about doing it and the necessity to do it and the benefits to mission delivery to do it. And that's not a telework thing. That's, that's a mission delivery necessity also, right? I think so. I mean, I think what you're seeing, though, is, you know, like we said, the employee back end just being able to do do the work that they need to do. But you're also seeing that also complements the ability to connect with 
um, the citizen in terms of how they're applying for grants or they're looking at different permits or they're looking at different things like that. A lot of those used to be so paper-based and you'd have to go into a local office or you'd have to go into the DMV and do a lot of things. And we've seen just a massive explosion of a lot of those services becoming online over the past few years out of necessity because the citizens didn't want to go into an office or the offices weren't open because employees couldn't be there. And so besides the employees being able to access the systems, customers and and, um, citizens being able to access those services, agencies have had to really reimagine that and having platforms that are secure in the cloud that they can modernize and launch in a matter of weeks versus months and years of having to build out and buy, um, I think really has changed um, fundamentally, I hope, for the long term, how we're operating. Another thing that's changed at the risk of making this sound like a reunion from 2009, Matt, (laughs) is uh, that not only has IT completely permeated the entire operations of all these organizations that we're talking, and we're not just talking about federal government, state and local Mm -hmm. too, but the understanding that IT has permeated uh, the operations of all of these organizations, I think, is uh, well understood. You know, even on Capitol Hill, Congressman Langevin talked about it at one of our state scoop events recently. Um, and, and so the Hill gets it, uh, and the non-IT leadership across agencies understands what Fed FedRAMP is, why it's important, what the stack looks like. Maybe not to the extent that the technical people do, but this knowledge mm-hmm. now is all over these organizations and not just limited to the CIO organization. Yeah, I mean, I will say in my conversations with agencies right now, it's funny. I mean, it used to be, all right, who's your business owner? Now, who's your IT owner? Those are so much more becoming intertwined. And if they are separate, they are the business owner is becoming much more tech savvy and the IT owner is becoming much more business savvy. And so I think that's been one thing that's been really cool to see is that kind of understanding that at the base of everything we're doing IT is what allows us to be efficient, connect, do things well, and do things right. And so I think um, seeing that kind of importance of the IT leadership being a closer part to the business and the business understanding that you have to have IT on board as well to be successful has been um, really, really great to see. Uh, Final thought, Matt, either in or out of government, in your experience, the organizations that have done well to think about security from a security perspective and not just compliance, what have they done to do, to do well at that, Matt? Um, I mean, it's easier to say out of government, but I mean, budget for it, but it's really just making sure that it's a part of your general ethos. I mean, it's a part of your culture. It's one reason I joined Salesforce is trust is our number one value. Um, And that means we have people have to trust us to secure their data. And so I think it's really those organizations that um, understand what security means, but also understand truly what security means. Like I was saying earlier, compliance versus security. It's not just the checkbox activity of getting a federal audit through and everything else. Um, so it's really those those agencies that see that modernization and security are hand in hand um, and really prioritize the two together. Matt, it's great to see you again. Great to catch up. Thanks for coming on today. It was great chatting. Thanks for having me.